0: Jesus went on with his disciples to the villages of Caesarea Philippi, and on the way he asked his disciples, who do people say that I am? They answered him, John the Baptist, others, Elijah, still others, one of the prophets. He asked them, but who do you say that I am? Peter answered him, you are the Messiah. Messiah. And Jesus sternly ordered them not to tell anyone about him. And then he began to teach that the Son of Man must undergo great suffering and be rejected by the elders and the chief priests and the scribes and be killed, and after three days rise again. He said all this quite openly, and Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. But turning and looking at his disciples, he rebuked Peter and said, "'Get behind me, Satan.' And forfeit their life. Indeed, what can anyone give in return for their life? Those who are ashamed of me and of my words in this adulterous and sinful generation of them, the Son of Man will also be ashamed when he comes in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. The Gospel of the Lord. I didn't have... Too much time yesterday because I was busy getting a sunburn at the high school tennis match <laughs> to wonder about or to wallow in my memories of 9 11 on the 20th anniversary of that tragic and life changing and earth shattering and world turning day. I did see Bruce Springsteen sing in New York, which was cool. I caught a replay of George W. Bush's speech at the memorial in Shanksville, Pennsylvania, which is worth 10 minutes of your time, if you can find it. I watched a replay of that 9-11 documentary that has become a perennial staple of the day's anniversary last night, too. But one of the most moving and tear-jerking and heart breaking recollections from that day, which showed up in my Facebook feed over and over again yesterday, was the transcript of Todd Beamer's call for help from the back of the plane as a passenger on United Airlines Flight 93. Todd Beamer was this 32-year-old computer software executive, who snuck into the plane's back pantry while the hijackers were perpetrating their evil in the cockpit and near the front of the aircraft. And that's where he called for help and to get some information about what in the world was going on. The short of the long is that Todd Beamer, along with Jeremy Glick and Mark Bingham and Tom Burnett and a handful of other passengers were the ones who learned that they were on a hijacked plane that was probably headed for Washington, D.C. and toward either the White House or the Capitol building. After telling the operator what had happened on his plane and learning from her what had already gone down in New York at the World Trade Centers and in D.C. at the Pentagon building, Todd Beamer gave... The operator his home phone number, and then he told her about his wife and kids, two boys and a baby on the way, and he asked the operator to call them so that they would all know how much he loved them and how proud he was of them all. Of course, he wanted them to know this because the plane he and the others had hatched the plan that they had hatched to overtake and overwhelm the hijackers and then crash the plane somewhere before it could make it to Washington, D.C. And we know how that story of heroism and sacrifice and love and bravery ends in a field somewhere near Shanksville, Pennsylvania. Which is why it seems relevant And meaningful on this weekend in particular, and in connection to this morning's gospel. During what feels like some sort of field trip to Caesarea Philippi, Jesus asks his disciples and his most devoted followers, Who do people say that I am? What's the word on the street? What's the news around town? And Jesus wants not only to ask the question, but to have a serious conversation about whatever those answers were going to be, too. And the answers he receives are all over the place. Some are saying, you're Elijah, that prophet from Scripture. Others thought he might be John the Baptist. Others were guessing Jesus was just some other kind of prophet, like the ones they'd read about in Scripture. But none of that really mattered so much to Jesus, it seems. He doesn't seem to be all that surprised with what the rest of the world is saying. He doesn't seem to dwell for very long in the fact that so many were getting it so wrong when it came to understanding who he really was. None of that really seems to concern Jesus at the moment. What seems to matter most, what's really at the heart of his question, comes when he says, in the midst of the world's speculation, in spite of all the misconceptions about his identity... But who do you say that I am? And that's our question still. Who do you say that I am? Not your neighbor, not your children, not your parents, not your pastor, not your husband or your wife, not your boss, not that sinner down the street. Who do you say that I am? Jesus wants to know. Who do you say God is in the midst of everything that competes for your attention and your time and your worship on a day-to-day basis? Who do you say that God is at Cross of Grace Lutheran Church? And why in the world do you choose to come here looking for answers to that question? Who do you say that God is when you're at work or in school? And how does that show up through you in those places? Who do you say that God is with your checkbook, your credit cards, your investments? How do all those things reflect your answer? Do they reflect your answer? Who do you say that God is where your family's concerned, to your kids, to your parents, to your spouse, and do they know how you might answer this question? The question is not just, who do you say that I am? It's, who do you say that I am, and where are your priorities? Who do you say that I am, and what does that look like in your life? Who do you say that I am, and where do you devote most of your time because of it? Where do you invest your greatest energy, your deepest hope, your most significant resources? Who do you say that I am, and what difference does that make for you and for the world where you live? When we consider Jesus' question, then, who do you say that I am, he means for our answer... Something like Peter's, to be that he's the Messiah, the Son of the Living God. And he hopes that the answer will change the way we experience life and the way we impact this world around us. When we know Jesus as the one who lived and died and who lives again, we can forgive and receive forgiveness. With abundance. When Jesus is the Messiah, we can share love more generously. When Jesus is the living God, come down to live and move and breathe and suffer and die and be raised for our sake and for the sake of the whole wide world, we can put our most shameful sins. Our deepest hopes and our greatest fears into God's lap. And we can live and move and breathe differently because of it ourselves. Who do you say that I am? On September 11th, 2001, before Todd Beamer got off the phone with that operator from the doomed. United Airlines Flight 93, he asked Lisa, the operator who happened to have the same name as his wife, if she would do one last thing with them. Could they pray together? And so they did. The Lord's Prayer and the 23rd Psalm. In that moment of sheer terror and uncertainty just before those most heroic acts of bravery, courage, sacrifice, and love. He set his heart and his mind on some divine things in the midst of an utterly human tragedy. And in the moment, he answered Jesus' question, it seems to me. Who do you say that I am? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Who do you say that I am? Source of daily bread, forgiver of trespasses, deliverer from evil. Who do you say that I am? The Lord is my shepherd. Who do you say that I am? You make me lie down in green pastures. You lead me beside still waters. You restore my soul. Who do you say that I am? Even though I walk through the darkest valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil because you are with me. Who do you say that I am? Your rod and your staff give me comfort. Who do you say that I am? You prepare a table before me, even in the presence of my enemies. Who do you say that I am? You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Who do you say that I am? Your goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Amen.